The show you love with even more local, local news and more local talk. talk. The voice of the valley. The Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5. On air and online. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Here's your host, Mike Douglas. And a welcome to you on this uh, beautiful Thursday afternoon in California's Central Valley. Mike Douglas with you, your concierge for conversation here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Today is Cinco de Mayo, in addition to other things. And as uh, we all know, and I know you uh, you know it because you are a very learned and well-read audience Cinco de Mayo, not Mexican Mexican Independence Day, as some folks think. Uh, but as you know, uh, this celebration is of the date the Mexican army had a victory over France in the Battle of Puebla de los Angeles during the Franco-American War. It uh, falls on Thursday, May 5th fifth this particular year and uh, of course that uh, that celebration very popular ac- across our nation as well the mexican independence day i believe if i remember yes yeah, september 16 so uh for all those celebrating cinco de mayo uh hope you enjoy your celebrations uh for me growing up um in the shadow of los angeles uh, we often went to alvera street there and uh enjoyed enjoyed the celebrations. My father was a Spanish teacher for some 41 years or so, just about 41 years, and he he actually spoke Spanish better than a lot of native speakers. Very, very accurate, very articulate. He was one of those guys that could just, he had, he had a natural uh, knack for picking up languages, and uh, so anyway, we we participated in in a lot of the uh, uh, Mexican American celebrations down there, and he just uh, enjoyed being part of that. Today is also the National Day of Prayer. Let me read the governor's uh, Governor Newsom's National Day of Prayer proclamation here. I then there's. There's a reason I'm doing this. I want you, uh, it's not too long. I'll go through it very quickly. But uh, think about what's not in here. On the National Day of Prayer, we stand with all Californians who make time for reflection and prayer in their lives an invaluable source of solace, hope, and strength for so many of us. This observance is an opportunity to give thanks for our religious liberty and freedom of speech as Americans. Uh, cherished rights that protect people of all beliefs in our nation. Today, we also remember those we have lost in the pandemic and draw strengthened resilience from the many ways that Californians have stepped up to keep faith with our values of inclusion, generosity, and community during unprecedented times. We honor the heroic health care workers, emergency response personnel, and essential workers from all lines of work who have sustained us, as well as countless volunteers looking out for their vulnerable neighbors. They remind us that we are one California, all ready to protect one another and committed to building a stronger and united state. 
With Californians from all faiths and backgrounds observing this day in a multitude of ways, we also are reminded of what makes California great, our remarkable capacity to live together and advance together across every conceivable difference which will always see us through. And then his signature. Okay, so uh, listening to that, uh, what's missing? What's missing from there? Uh, I just find it interesting. Uh, By comparison, let me read just a few excerpts very quickly from Donald J. Trump's National Day of Prayer proclamation in 2020. On this National Day of Prayer, Americans reaffirm that prayer guides and strengthens our nation, and we express with humility and gratitude our firm reliance on the protection of divine providence as one nation under God, And he goes on. And then there's actually next paragraph says, Today we join together and lift up our hearts, remembering the words of 1 John 5.14 that tell us when we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. You notice any differences between Governor Newsom's and even uh, President Biden's National Day of Prayer proclamation today, right at the very end, says, I call upon the citizens of our nation to give thanks in accordance with their own faith and consciousness, consciences rather, for our many freedoms and blessings, and I invite all people of faith to join me in asking for God's continued guidance, mercy, and protection. Hmm. So what did, you notice the differences there? And, and I guess, <laughs> and I understand the, the spirit of the National Day of Prayer. I understand why, and I understand the beginnings of it. Uh, it is about praying to God, uh, and, and that is, God, God is curiously absent. Any mention of God, even as a higher power or uh, the man upstairs or the almighty, whatever, curiously absent from Governor Newsom's uh, proclamation. I just find it interesting, thought you might uh, too. Uh, We got a message already from one of our listeners. Uh, Yep, yeah, you nailed it, Uh, Ann, you're right, no mention of God, right, on the National Day of Prayer. So anyway, there you go. Lots of other things to uh, to talk about today. Uh, quote of the day, by the way, and I don't do quotes of the day just to find a quote and do the uh, quote of the day. When I see a great quote, I like to bring it to you. Here's an interesting one. I thought this was very clever and true. This is from Congressman Jim Jordan of Ohio. They put up a wall around the U.S. Capitol to protect politicians. They put up a wall around the Supreme Court to protect justices. But they can't build a wall at the southern border to protect you. I thought that was worthy of note from uh, Congressman Jim Jordan. So today, how are you feeling? How are you feeling about the economy today? How are you doing? Dow Jones Industrial Average fell more than a thousand points today. And remember, the Fed announced an interest rate hike uh, yesterday. 
All three major indexes took a, took a hit today. Uh, they made gains yesterday, but uh, apparently those gains disappeared before lunch today in New York. So the closing bell today, which would have been uh, 12 noon uh, our time, the Dow fell 1,063 points. Uh, the S&P 500 lost 153 points. And uh, the NASDAQ dropped 647 points. And several uh, commentators who are far more well-read in terms of finances and economics than I. I took macroeconomics in college, and that was about the end of it. They're observing not a single stock on the Dow today is higher. And they said other big names seeing their stocks plunge include Etsy and Moderna. Isn't that interesting? So how, how are you feeling about that today? 209-551-3483. 209-551-3483. Well, what I'm feeling good about myself is when we have to sell a home, I know the guy to go to. When it comes to selling your homes, I think it takes an expert. Mine is Dan Phipps. Good reasons to sell right now. Prices are up. Inventory's low. Future interest rates are uncertain. So do you have a, a growing family? Are you working from your home? Do you need more space? Well, call the agent I trust. His name is Dan Phipps. Dan's proprietary marketing system guarantees multiple offers in 72 hours for full market value, or Dan will sell it for free. In fact, his home selling program is designed to maximize your sales price. You're in complete control. I love these terms. No long-term contracts, no required costly repairs. That's awesome. And you pick your move date. And Dan can even find you a new home before you move. Carrie and Melissa and Merced, they tell us that uh, they needed to sell in a hurry, but they needed full value for the home. They heard about Dan Phipps and his guaranteed sale program. They gave him the job. Day one, they say Dan launched into action. They say he sold our home in days and got us $30,000 more than the same house only a block away. <laughs> so call Dan Phipps. Dan is the man I recommend, and I'd hire him to sell my own home. He's the only agent who guarantees multiple offers in 72 hours, or it's sold free. Call Dan Phipps, 209-840-6378, or go to danphipps.com. That's Dan Phipps with three Ps, D-A-N-P-H-I-P-P-S dot com. We'll talk more about the economy, how you're doing with it in three minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. 1360 KFIV is your place online. Let's get social with Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And let's get the conversations going here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. We've noticed today uh, the stock market, bad news, bad news on Wall Street today. And again, the, the Dow plunging over a thousand points. In fact, at one point, I think it was down maybe 1,200, 1,300 points uh, before it finished at, uh, at over a thousand. How are you feeling about that, about the economy? Are, are you changing your buying habits, your driving habits? Is the economy changing how you do what you do? 
209-551-3483. Let's go to the phones uh, to Stanislaus County and Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Welcome to this Thursday edition of the Mike Douglas Show. Well, welcome to you too, Mike. It's always good to hear you. Uh, you asked a question before the last information that you gave us. You asked, how do we feel? Okay? And I feel clearly betrayed. And I mean that in inf- detail. The stock market is an interesting phenomenon. Has anybody paid attention to any part of the stock market? Do you really know what the stock market is? Most of you out there do not. You haven't got a clue. Because when the stock market goes down, do you know that it takes you so long to ever recoup the money that you lost when it went down? And do you think that that's not going to happen over and over and over again? Because the stock market is a joke. It's always been a joke. And anybody who lives in the United States, particularly in California, New York, Chicago, any of the big states, they know everything already. So how am I feeling? I feel betrayed because I don't think my own constituent is behind me or the people that feel like me. We don't see anybody making any difference at all. It's all a lot of rhetoric. And even the people that are supposed to be for us on our side, quote, unquote, they're all full of rhetoric. Rhetoric's not going to cut it. We need action. The word is action. want to do one more thing before I hang up. And that's about the abortions. Let's make it very clear, very concise, and very authentic. I've lived in the state of California from one end of it to the other. I've done volunteer work for San Francisco, the Bay Area, you name it, I've done it. So I know just how low we can crawl. And we can't do this. One way or the other, we're going to have to convince or force our governor right now that's in office, to stop insisting and that vice president of our country to say the woman has the right to make her decisions about her body. No, she doesn't. Because, you see, when you make your decision about your body to have an abortion, I have to pay for what you do. And I'm going to tell you right now, I said it the other day, and I'm going to say it again. You have many, many ways to prevent pregnancy. If you choose to be a slob and not do it, and you have no morality then our whole country is finished, and I don't want to think that way because I believe there are enough people that are silent and they're so afraid to open their mouths and talk about what's important. We need those people to come forward, and we need a whole bunch of us, and we need to take back our country and take back the state of California and tell everybody else that thinks they're in control. Guess what, everybody? You're not in control. We the people are, and you people that want to do your pregnancies and you want to abort, you're a murderer, and you need to be put on trial as a murderess, plain and simple. And I could go on all day with all the things that you do that's illegal, immoral. You're not even worth talking about. My vice president of this country, to say what she did and go out on the media and say it over and over and over again, that you can't take the female's rights away. Wait a minute, hold on. What do you mean take away the female's rights? You're taking my rights away from me and a whole lot of other people. So get real. 
and don't tell me what I have to do. Yeah, and I, I, I still live in the United States. I think, Debbie, what's also missing from uh, the discussion is, uh, you know, what about taking the away the rights of the baby? Does the baby not have rights? That 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 isn't that curiously missing. The baby from all of this? is what we've done about the baby is far far. How in the world did we go all these decades doing it? We've put babies on a table that were totally alive and out of the womb and let them die there. Why didn't we speak up before? What's wrong with us? Where is our well, brain power? And, and, and that's a, Where is our morality? Where that, are our churches? What are they doing? I, they're pretty silent. I don't hear anything from them. Yes, the baby is a very big part. It's a, it's a main part. But the main part is morality, God, and murder. And you can't make it any different. Yeah, so Debbie, thank you for uh, boiling, it, uh, boiling it down there. Let me, let me just, before I let you go very quickly, uh, if, if you can help me, I know you, you said you feel betrayed. Who, who is the, or what, what category of people do you feel most betrayed by? Okay, this is hard for me, but I need to get it out somehow. I feel betrayed by my own federal government. Okay. And then from that, all the people that are involved in the federal government that let the different entities, the different states get by with murder. Our governor could have done so many beautiful things for this state. And instead, he's killing our state about everything he touches. And our vice president, what in the world is wrong with our politicians? They're running this country but I don't want him to run it, and I'm not going to let him run it. I'll find a way to stop him, and everybody else better get busy and find a way to stop him, too, or we're not going to have a country left to stop. And God bless you all, and Mike, thank you so much. And no, I didn't mean to leave out what you shared was the main, the main entity is the child. But the child wouldn't even exist unless there was fragrant, that, immoral it, human beings. Yeah. That's right. And uh, so, Debbie, thank you. And uh, as always, uh, appreciate your passion in uh, in your remarks. And I, I I agree with you, I think, on many different, you know, it's interesting that the, the word you use betrayed, and that's why I asked for a little bit of clarification on that. I think a lot of people would agree with you about being betrayed by government. At, at Many different levels from school board, and I'm not referring to ours, anyone in particular. I'm just saying across the nation, I think people are feeling betrayed by their school boards, uh, by the local governments often. Uh, They're feeling betrayed by their state governments, by the federal government. And there's a sense, I think, and a lot of the frustration, I think, Debbie, comes from a sense of powerlessness. And when we have a sense of powerlessness, uh, that gives rise to fear and a lot of frustration. And when, when it reaches that boiling point, I, I think that's where we're on very dangerous, uh, dangerous grounds. I, uh, so I, I, w- I would agree with you. And I, I think even our politicians, and I like your word betrayal, uh, Debbie, I think even our politicians in general, their reactions to the possible decision by the Supreme Court of the United States to uh, basically overturn Roe v. Wade. Now, we don't know that's going to happen. All we know is about the leaked draft 
So everything, uh, the final decision remains to be seen. But I think a lot of people are feeling betrayed by that leak. They feel betrayed by uh, the leaks that were rampant in the Trump administration. They feel betrayed by politicians that provide one side only. And they feel betrayed by governmental uh, agencies that are supposed to stand for law and order. And yet with great hypocritical abandon, violate the own law the own the, the same laws that that they are supposed to protect so i understand that i i understand that so how are you feeling what one word would describe how you're feeling today 209-551-3483 209-551-3483 i'll be back in five minutes here on the mike douglas show on power talk 1360 kfiv Pastor with passion, a minister with manners. Now back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. Mike Douglas here, your concierge for conversation. We've been talking about Wall Street tanking, the whole issue with uh, uh, the Supreme Court of the United States and a uh, pending draft decision being leaked out. My question to you, if you could sum it up in one word, how are you feeling today? Just one word. Debbie called a couple minutes ago. Debbie says that she feels betrayed. Let's find out what you think. Area code 209-551-3483. One word. How do you feel today? 209-551-3483. Let's go to Modesto and uh, Loretta. How are you feeling today, Loretta? Just fine, especially after I just heard Deb talk the way she did. Because she's got guts in her, and to me, she's fantastic. Because earlier today on this same station, it had about what some of them also stated about nine-month pregnancy even getting an abortion. I'd like to know if anyone has heard any of that and can tell us anything about. And I don't believe this will ever go through. But if it does, I hope something happens up there that definitely has changed. Yeah, are you talking about California specifically, uh, Loretta? Apparently, no. Apparently, what it stated, it was on the radio earlier, about two hours ago. They were talking about what had been stated here somewhere in Congress, apparently. I truthfully cannot answer where it was at. But the gentleman that was speaking about it was telling about how they're trying to do it for nine-month pregnancies. Yeah, and well, and I, and we we've seen, uh, for example, uh, in uh, in Virginia, uh, <laughs> the former governor there uh, describing how what he would do that he would let the baby be born, he'd make it comfortable, he'd confer with the uh, the mother, and then if they decided the baby uh, was not to survive, they would kill it. And uh, there's been a lot of debate, Loretta, here in California about um, what, infanticide and those uh, in Sacramento are saying, oh, no, 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 we, 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 wouldn't, we wouldn't do that. However, the word perinatal is, uh, is open for interpretation. So, uh, Loretta, it, it remains to be seen because most of the folks that are involved in this uh, are not speaking plainly. They're speaking with smoke and mirrors. They're speaking behind however, clouds. And it's hard to, to However, ascertain. wouldn't it also be murder? 
Well, I, I think so. I mean, that would be my opinion. Uh, when, when you, you kill a baby. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's intentional. It's, it's premeditated. So that, that would be my thought. But again, here, here comes the hypocrisy that, uh, that's involved in a lot of this. Uh, so Letta, uh, Loretta, again, uh, before I let you go, if you could sum up how you feel today in one word, what, what would that one word be? Real perturbed with the state of California and the whole USA and the way they're doing government. I liked perturbed. That's a good one. Loretta, thanks so much for the call. Appreciate that. All right. So uh, Debbie feeling uh, betrayed and Loretta feeling perturbed. I like that one. I think that that's that's a good descriptor uh, descriptor right there. Our number two zero nine five five one three four eight three. In one word, how would you sum up how you feel today? Two zero nine five five one three four eight three. Let's find out. Uh, Ed from Lodi, what are you feeling today? Well, uh, disappointed. Um, you know, uh, I I grew up believing that we had the most amazing uh, country ever and uh, not because of, you know, uh, a lot of things you hear today, but just because of who we were, how kind of, you know, full of uh, genius we had and hardworking and ethics and all those things. And, and uh, I get very disappointed because, you know, uh, I am tired of, uh, I'm going to use a word that I think is, all over politics and that's obfuscation um they 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 just tailor words to make you think certain things and they mean something else and and you and i would tie this in with something you had mentioned i think last week about when they're doing bills um they do all kinds of bills at the same time and they really shouldn't it's the same kind of spirit here and when you have people that do leak things and who knows who did that yet I think eventually we'll find out. It almost doesn't matter to me. It should not have been leaked, and I'm disappointed in how we're responding to it. And um, I also am very disappointed by the arguments that are made. Um, it's very difficult as a non-female to to say too much because that's just the way it is. But scientifically speaking, um, a fetus is actually a whole separate body. It's not just your body. It's an entirely separate body. It's absolutely dependent on a host body, but it's genetically 50% an entirely new being. And um, I just hate all these arguments, and I believe that it is murder downright no matter how you do it. And um, it's ironic that if a pregnant woman gets killed and her baby gets killed, that's considered two murders. And yet we look at abortion even up to <laughs> – nine months, which is ridiculous, or even almost birth, the partial birth stuff, that's, that's terrible. It, it, it's horrifying to me, and I, I'm just so disappointed that that's where our reasoning goes, and that's where our, I think our self-centered nature, unfortunately, has gone. We, um, instead of nurture, we are just about convenience, and so I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, that... That's a good summation, uh, Ed, and I like your word, obfuscation. There's a lot of obfuscating going on uh, in uh, both Sacramento and Washington, D.C. right now. Uh, Ed, thanks for your call. Yeah, 
Ed, Ed feeling very uh, disappointed, uh, adding uh, to uh, Debbie, who was feeling betrayed, Loretta feeling perturbed, Ed feeling disappointed. How are you feeling today? 209-551-3483. In one word, uh, let's go to uh, David in Modesto. How about you, David? How are you feeling today? I'm pissed. That's a good word, too. Uh, All right. I'd like to remind everyone out there that that American women never used to think it was okay to kill your baby until 1973 when every single Democrat senator voted to abort babies. They wanted to kill babies, your babies, not theirs. And not one Republican senator voted to kill babies. You can check that out. I may be wrong, but I don't think so. American women never used to think it was okay to murder your baby. I just like to say that you women that are listening, you don't have no right doing that. You're insane. That's all. Bye. <laughs> all right, uh, David is. Uh, I'll I'll uh, I'll recast his word. Feeling ticked off uh, today, obviously. And uh, and David, I I think a lot of people are feeling the way you're feeling. Really, I think a lot of people are just so frustrated and feel like they're not being heard. Uh, that only one side is being heard. By the way, uh, Ed, Ed was, uh, part of his comments a couple of minutes ago was, you know, he, he was saying, you know, he was being careful about what he said because he was a man, not, not a woman. But Ed, in this, in this woke culture, when you call, you, you could call, and for the span of the call, you could identify as a woman, uh, and, you know, because of the woke culture, and according to them, that's fine. So you should have the very same authority and expertise and perspective as a female if you choose to. Now, I, I know you would not, Ed. I, I know you wouldn't. But I'm just saying that in the woke culture, you, you probably could. All right, we're talking about how we're feeling today. Stock market tanking, the whole thing with the Supreme Court. Our number 209-551-3483, boiling it down to one word. What do you think? How are you feeling today? Let's uh, let's go to LaGrange. Dennis, how about you? How are you feeling today? Unsurprised. Mm. I, I don't know why anyone would be surprised. I mean, the administration comes in. I won't talk about the stealing of the election, whatever you want to think. I paid attention to it, but anyway... And then the administration's idea is to undo everything that their the uh, predecessor did, and that's just worked out wonderfully, hasn't it? Um, so I don't know how anyone could be surprised about anything. This is exactly what we would expect if instead of emotion, we used our sense, our brains. But nobody wants to use brains anymore. Uh, Statistics are available. Never we've been less able to understand those statistics because emotionally we're a wreck and the government makes sure and agitate everybody all the time. So why is any of this a surprise? I think it's just a continuation of what's going on, been going on in this country for over 50 years. That's my take on it. I, I think there's uh, there's a lot of validity to your argument there for being unsurprised, Dennis. Uh, again, I think uh, I, I would align with those who are frustrated, but w- with you as well, I'm not surprised either. 
nothing much surprises me anymore, and that's a that's not a good thing, Dennis. It, it really isn't. Let me ask you because you, you are a good thinker and you, and you're a good processor uh, regarding the Supreme Court decision. If it turns out that the Supreme Court actually votes to overturn Roe v. Wade. Uh, do you think that's going to change anyone's minds about the midterms in 2022 or 2024? Or do you think people are already pretty well entrenched in, in their perspectives at this point? I tell the truth. I, I didn't even think about it. Um, I, the main thing I think about it is, uh, I think you said yesterday, um, all of this stuff is part of the evil party, and I guess mm. they're both evil. But anyway, uh, plan to uh, do what they can to stay in power. Not that the other party's any better, but anyway, um, they certainly do not lie, cheat, and steal as much as the other party does. Though I guess if we left them in long enough, they'd probably do the same thing. And I think a valid point, Dennis, and that is uh, regardless of what party folks are from, I'm disappointed in in both uh, in many regards over the past uh, year and a half or so. And it's like uh, some of the Republican and, and I'm by the way, I, I, I don't feel that the, uh, the salvation of America is with the Republican Party. I think there's plenty of Republicans that need to grow a spine and uh, stand up for what they believe in. But I, I tag on to one of your earlier comments. I do believe one of the big issues is control and power and money. And when you get into the hallowed halls of Sacramento or the hallowed halls of Washington, D.C., power and control and money become very intoxicating. And uh, we have a lot of addicts. Uh, that need to go through a recovery program. Hey, Dennis, thanks for the call. Appreciate that. <laughs> Appreciate that very much. You're listening to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. In three minutes, we'll come back. Uh, along with the stock market tanking, ha- speaking of tanks, have you been watching gas prices lately? Talk about that in three minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. He's got issues. Let's talk about it. The Mike Douglas Show, on air and online. Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. Thank you so much for being part of the discussion today. Again, our mission here to be live and local Monday through Friday, 3 to 5 p.m. here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV, where I have the privilege of conversing with you as we uh, mull over and as uh, iron sharpens iron, we discuss the issues of the day and uh, sometimes we're able to um, find new viewpoints we need to consider, and other times we just understand how to fortify our own viewpoints. Whatever the outcome, it's important that we have a marketplace of ideas, and as long as they allow us, we'll be here to do that here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Uh, have you noticed uh, gas prices going up? We're talking about the uh, stock market tanking, and I'm thinking of tanks and filling up the tank. Gas prices going up. Uh, the national average uh, today, 
Uh, there's a couple of versions of this, but generally up about four dollars twenty four twenty five cents. Uh, California averaging five dollars seventy six cents or so. And but but here, this is interesting. Those, those counties that uh, are are covered uh, by our radio signal, and I know we. A radio signal during the daytime goes a long way, but let me just hit some of the nearby counties uh, in terms of who has uh, the lowest prices, who has the highest prices. Let's talk about the the lowest price. By the way, the lowest average price right now is in Stanislaus County, believe it or not, 5.48. Uh, let's see who's next. Uh, the next lowest, Tuolumne County, 5.55. Uh, San Joaquin County next, 5.6061. Let's see, who would be next? Merced, 5.61. Calaveras County, 5.71. And let's see, who would be sixth? Uh, Contra Costa County uh, at 5.79. And then Mariposa at 5.802. Santa Clara County, 5.805, and finally Alameda County with the highest is 5.808. So that, uh, that, I've been asking how you're feeling. That That's probably not making you uh, feel any better uh, either. So the gas prices continue uh, to go up. Of course, the rising cost of crude oil keeps pumping up the price. And the fact that the Biden administration and the Newsom administration are committed to doing away with oil uh, extraction here on our own land, uh, beginning with dumping the Keystone XL pipeline for uh, Mr. Biden and and uh, all of the regulations here in California and Governor Newsom's bent towards uh, doing away with fossil fuels at all. And it, again, it's it ignores the fact of the 6,000 or so plus, 6,000 plus products that are made by oil and gas. And we talk about electric cars. And, and the oil and gas are needed to, to build the things, to manufacture the things that need to go into the electric car to make it go. And yet, and yet, we cut our noses off despite our faces, and I, I guess that comes back to some of the one-word feelings that you folks have uh, have given us today: betrayed, perturbed, disappointed, uh, ticked off, and oh, Dennis says, not surprised, unsurprised with all of that. So, uh, anyway, it, it just continues to be a matter of frustration. And, and my, my concern is nationally is can, can we sustain three more years of this? Can we sustain three more years of this? I don't know. Now, again, I underscore the importance of the midterms coming up uh, in November 2022. Uh, California, we have our primaries coming up in not-too-distant future on June 7. And I just underscore how important it is to process who's running, what they believe in, what their record is, and then cast votes for those that, that you decide are doing the things you would like them to do as, uh, as politicians. And by the way, I, I'm, there's so many um, 
campaign commercials running on the air and on television right now. I love it when they say, is not a or she's not a politician. Well, they are now. <laughs> They're running for loc- for a political office. That that makes them a politician. I I understand what they're trying to say, but the reality is that uh, elected positions can become very intoxicating. Again, the power, uh, the control, and the money that comes with that. And it, it, it becomes uh, very, uh, again, very intoxicating. And e- even uh, some of the best tend to, um, uh, tend to bend their knee at uh, the, the gods and the idols of power and control and money. Let's take a real uh, quick call from Chris and Modesto. Wants to talk about gas prices. Hi, Chris. It's all yours. Hi, Mike. How are you? Good. I was just letting you know, a couple weeks ago, I helped a family move out of Modesto and all the way to the Nashville area and uh, watched the gas prices go down across the country. We had a diesel truck, and the uh, lowest gas price I paid for diesel was $4.49 a gallon in Memphis. Wow. That's that's amazing. And and diesel, the the effects of diesel Diesel rising. And if you think about it, if you think about all the uh, the trucks that are involved that run on it, all all the uh, the ships. I mean, with with those prices going up, Chris, it's no wonder that we're experiencing the the inflation and uh, we're experiencing the high prices we are. Chris, thanks so much. Got to run. Thanks so much for the call today. Our number here two zero nine five five one three four eight three, and we'll continue the conversation about contraception grants and brother coming up in five minutes power talk 1360 kfiv the show you love with even more local news and more local talk the voice of the valley the mike douglas show now weekdays from three till five on air and online power talk 1360 kfiv Here's your host, Mike Douglas. And welcome back to the second hour of the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Mike Douglas here, your concierge for conversation as we take a look at the issues of the day that directly affect you and me right here in California's Central Valley. Our mission to be live and local and make sure that your voice is heard. Our phone number here, 209-551-3483. By the way, have you heard? Yes, uh, Press Secretary, the White House Press Secretary, Jen Psaki, is going to be exiting the White House on May 13th. Yeah, that uh, that word, uh, I guess, came down today. And uh, her, uh, you've probably seen uh, her second in command there, Karine Jean-Pierre, uh, will become. She'll step into the uh, full-time, uh, or the, uh, the 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 main press secretary job there. Uh, Joe Biden has praised Jen Psaki for quote returning decency, respect, and decorum to the White House briefing room. See, this is what frustrates me. This is another word. This, this word has come a lot up a lot in today's conversation. Frustration. The Biden administration, and it's almost every single member of it, when they get in front of a camera or a microphone, has to be demeaning 
to some segment of society. And we'll talk a little bit about the president and his demeaning words a little bit later on today. But what do you mean returning decency, respect, and decorum? You see, what that says is under the Trump administration, there was no decency, no respect, no decorum. I'll tell you what I'm going to miss. I'm going to miss watching the sparring matches between Peter Ducey and Jen Psaki. I don't know if Karine Jean-Pierre is, uh, is, is up to that, but uh, Jen Psaki, I, I think, is... Um, it, 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 is Jen Psaki someone that you would like to have lunch with? I, you know, there, there are even people with, with different viewpoints. I, I, I'd like to have lunch with them just to hear, their, uh, hear where they're coming from, to understand their background, to understand why they believe what they believe. But i got to be honest with you. I would have no desire to share a meal with Jen Psaki. That's something about her attitude. And uh, I just, you know, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. And I'm, I'm not being as full of grace and mercy as, uh, as I should be. But anyway, so Jen Psaki exiting as the press secretary on, uh, on May 13th. Well, we've been uh, referring as well, uh, not only to the stock market tanking today, but also to the, uh, the leak, uh, news of the week, the leak of the uh, majority opinion, apparently, by Justice Samuel Alito, which, if the Supreme Court makes its final vote that way, could overturn Roe v. Wade. Well, that sparked a lot of uh, a lot of different uh, conversations and a lot of different reactions. Here's one that we may not thought of. Apparently, then uh, this is a, according to a couple of news outlets. Apparently, there's a fear that if Roe v. Wade is overturned, it could limit access to birth control. I don't quite know how that follows but logic has not been one of the strong points of our discussions on the uh, state and national level but apparently NERCS N-U-R-X is a health company uh, that has seen a 300% spike in requests uh, for emergency contraception since Monday since the news broke well, at least it's not a run on toilet paper. That's that's good. I guess we're all safe from that run at the moment. But uh, apparently, NURKS, N-U-R-X, has seen a 300% spike in requests for emergency contraception just since Monday. And the company says patients are asking to have uh, the morning-after pill on hand just in case. In fact, they've added extra staff and overnight shipping is being offered as well. So when they talk about uh, emergency contraception, uh, that typically refers to what is commonly known as the morning-after pill, I believe, according at least to um, uh, Planned Parenthood and I think the CDC, that IUDs uh, are included with. It always sounds like a military term, but you know what I'm talking about. So apparently... Tied to all this, and by the way, the the morning after pills and such uh, typically have to be taken within three to five days after the um, intercourse has uh, has occurred. 
By the way, Planned Parenthood, in their little blurb on this, I just looked it up, uh, their lead on defining emergency contraception is accidents happen. What do you mean accident? It's not an accident that, well, I'm not going to describe the details here, but there's no accident there. It's very intentional. Very intentional. So anyway, uh, let, I'll, let that, I'll let that go. I don't want to argue that point. But, so the, the, what I want to bring before you right now is the Biden administration is looking into providing grants for the funding of emergency contraception. There's my question. Do you feel that your money ought to be used for other people's contraception methods? I, I, this, according to speaking of a White House spokesperson, Jen Psaki, she says this funding would, quote, expand access to emergency contraception. What And it, it seems illogical on the one hand to have this passion for killing babies and on the other hand have this passion for funding emergency contraception. Which is it? Which is it? Is your solution to all this killing the babies or is it emergency contraception? Which is it? I guess it's both. So my, my question to you is, is, do you feel it's right for the federal government to give out grants using your money, our because that's where it comes from, right? Our, our tax money. Using our money to fund other people's contraceptive methods. What, what happened to personal responsibility? You know, and I, I come at it from an old school perspective. I'm not a big fan of sex outside marriage. I think that's the way God designed it, and that's the way. Oh, Mike, you're so old-fashioned. Yeah? Uh, I still believe in that, and I endorse that, and it doesn't cost you anything. All right, well, let that one, uh, let that one go. I, I can see a lot of people getting really nervous uh, out there at, uh, at the moment. So a question for you is, do you feel that your tax dollars ought to be used for other people's contraception. And uh, here's one of our listeners says, if you're going to have sex and you don't want to get pregnant, use something to prevent it. Duh. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that's, I, I, I agree with that. Our number here, 209-551-3483. 209 you say, well, what about people in impoverished areas, Pastor Mike? What if they can't afford contraception? I don't believe, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't believe if you make the choice to have sex outside marriage or even within the context of marriage, and you don't want a child that you can't find some way to obtain a contraceptive method. And I don't, uh, I, 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 I'm aghast at this. And, and again, I think it's, it, it doesn't add up. It's not logical. It, it, 
Is it about Washington, D.C.? Is it about Mr. B- President Biden and Governor Newsom? Is it about killing the babies or is it about funding contraceptive methods? Which is it? If you're going to use our taxes to fund contraceptive co- contraception methods, then why are you so upset? Why are you even bothering with Roe v. Wade? Why bother? It just... Am I missing something? Maybe you're seeing something in this. I'm not. I'll give you a couple of minutes to think about it. 209-551-3483. I'm, I'm getting frustrated again today with all the non-sequiturs, with the illogic of it all. 209-551-3483, our number as the Mike Douglas Show continues in three minutes here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. With the big news of the day, here's more of the Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. Our phone number here, 209-551-3483. President Biden wants to provide uh, funding, grants, I guess, for emergency contraceptives. I I just... (laughs) What do you think? 209-551-3483. What happened to personal responsibility? Let me finish the phone number. 209-551-3483. By the way, and and as you know, I have the privilege of serving as the president and CEO of Advancing Vibrant Communities. We connect volunteers with opportunities to serve. Been doing it for 20 years now. Our 20th anniversary, by the way, is going to be this June. And but one of the and we connect people with lots of different kinds of volunteer uh, opportunities. One I will not be connecting you with through advancing vibrant communities. I can guarantee it is volunteer uh, opportunities related to uh, apparently a memo that just went out by the Department of uh, Homeland Security Volunteer Force. You can volunteer now at the borders, apparently, in California, Texas, and Arizona to be a migrant personnel property manager, uh, a meal preparer, a a warehouse supply person. uh, You can do supply runs. Uh, you can uh, track case files, do basic housekeeping as needed, and assist in the control room. Volunteer. Get a grip, DHS. Do your job. Good night. I'm just, maybe it's, I need another cup of coffee. Let, let's go. <laughs> let's go back to the phones. Area code 209-551-3483. Hugh and Modesto. Restore some order here, Hugh. What, what's on your mind today? Hi, Mike. Good to talk to you again. Uh, just calling about the uh, federal funding of uh, alternative contraceptive methods and the concern that uh, a Supreme Court ruling would eliminate access to abortion. Uh, I just kind of wanted to walk this back a little bit because Planned Parenthood, all the way back in the early 1960s, I think it was 1961, had a Supreme Court case, uh, Connecticut versus, I forgot the name of the person, 
And the issue was that there was a Connecticut law that said contraception was illegal. The Supreme Court basically threw it out because the law was not enforced and the, and the plaintiff in that case was actually not affected. So it was thrown out for two reasons. But the dissenting opinion by Justice Harlan uh, said that these people have the right to privacy, and that includes any form of birth control, and uh, Planned Parenthood used that in time to uh, declare that there was a precedent for the right to privacy, and therefore abortion became legal in in some states, and uh, and the ruling obviously in 1973 has got people heatedly divided. Anyway, um, in addition to the president's announcement that he's going to make sure that people can get the morning after pill at taxpayer expense. The other concern that I have is that uh, our governor has been working behind the scenes for about a year to make California a uh, abortion uh, safe haven state, and they're they're setting up at our taxpayer expense, the state of California only, obviously, uh, that we would fly people from other states. Uh, provide them housing, pay for their abortion, pay for their lost earnings, and uh, and they're hoping to be able to do that for one million people a year. Absolutely. So, yeah, r- right President, on the money. President's announcement. Yeah, sorry. The the president's announcement announcement is just the tip of the iceberg, and it's purely political. Yeah, I I agree with you, Hugh, and and thank you for the historical background there. That's that's very important for us to have in our backpacks as well. And uh, I think you're you're right. And and uh, by the way, how how what what do you think is going to happen with the Supreme Court? Do you you the, do you think they're going to fold to the uh, the pressure, the threats of coming to their residences, or do you think they'll They'll hold with that majority uh, opinion. What What does your gut tell you? Uh, I think they'll hold. I, I think mm-hmm. that they're all incredibly intelligent people, and and especially the newer members who got through the the uh, Senate hearings, and that was pretty grueling for the last three. Um, I think the the members of the Supreme Court they've had people campaigning against them outside their front door basically for years now. Right. So, uh, but I do think it's it's politically motivated to press them to change their decision, specifically Judge Roberts. Yeah, I uh, I agree with you, Hugh. Thanks so much for the call and and the history lesson as well. That's that's very important. Uh, you giving us a historical perspective and historical perspective on on uh, how this all came to be. And uh, again, I I agree, and and I I agree with with Hugh. I tend, and this is just my gut reaction. I tend to think 
that the Supreme Court will hold on this. Uh, I think they will hold on the majority opinion that has been leaked out. Uh, I agree as well. I think this was a political move, uh, one, to try to intimidate the uh, Supreme Court members that were part uh, or are part of the majority opinion that has not been published officially yet. Uh, but, but two, I also think it's part of a, uh, of a larger attempt to create misdirection. And, and that is to create uh, a lot of uh, kerfuffle about abortion so that people don't look at the economy. And they don't look at the Dow Jones plunging as far over a thousand points today. They don't look at uh, the eight and a half percent or so inflation rate. They don't look at crime running rampant. They don't look at the, the, unbelievable crisis on our border and the health issues that is causing and the 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 criminal activity that that is creating uh those poor ranchers down at least in the texas area they're finding dead bodies on their properties people are trespassing uh that where are the rights of the ranchers and, and so there's a lot that i think uh, this is designed to take focus away from. I know that's not grammatical, but you got uh, you you got the point. Uh, and then there's the old adage: you're only as good as your last performance, or your last at bat, or your last song, or your last column, uh, or your last radio show. Uh, you're only good as as your last political move. Well, I think they're hoping that this particular political maneuver will carry them into the uh, midterms and keep keep people focused on abortion and not on the other issues that are really tearing the the country apart. We'll get uh, more of your thoughts about that coming up here on The Mike Douglas Show, 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483, as we continue in five minutes on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Show now weekdays from three till five on Power Talk thirteen sixty KFIV on air and online. Take the Mike Douglas Show with you with the iHeart Radio app. Search thirteen sixty KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk thirteen sixty KFIV. Mike Douglas here, your concierge for conversation. Today we've been uh, talking about uh, a lot of uh, frustration with what's happening in both state and federal government levels, and uh, a lot of that having to do with uh, the Supreme Court issue, the leak of the document, having uh, to do with uh, having to fund contraception for others, just a lot of uh, frustration uh, with, with a lot of this. And I think a lot of that stems from, well, what do we do about it? I I point to the primaries coming up June 7, the uh, general election in November 2022, and of course uh, the big one, the big election in 2024. Uh, that's a start, but uh, other things we've talked about as well, and we'll get your ideas on that too. Let's uh, go back to the phones, area code 209-551-3483. Mike from Manteca. Mike, what's on your mind today? Uh, yeah, thanks for taking my call. I am also frustrated like you are, but 
you, uh, I was thinking, and it's not my original thought, but I do a lot of listening about what's been going on with the Supreme Court decisions and how the, uh, the Deborah, Democrat or even liberal side of everybody is reacting to all this, which is really a decision that's out of their hands. And, but it, it's, uh, it, it seems to me that it's like a tactic that was used coming up to the 2020 election where they rally around the cause, uh, COVID, uh, this is not going good. This is not going good. So we'll rally everybody around the cause. Uh, it's, it's the conservative wing of the government that's, uh, trying to, uh, uh, put you back in chains and, and all the rhetoric that goes along with that. And it, it, it seems to me that it's just coming up to this November general election, uh, that, the, the tactic is being used again, and it's uh, it's it's a rally everybody in the streets, uh, a rioting. Let's burn it down. The rhetoric is always already starting now, and it it won them the election, and and it, in a certain way it it did intimidate people, and it did sway opinions, and it did get them elected. But having said that, they're failing miserably. I mean, I think this regime, uh, I say regime, but I think this this uh, uh, Biden administration and everybody surrounding it that were all as part of this whole coordinated effort to do this are are thinking that it might work again. Right. It did the first time. So let's try it again. Why? Why not use the tactic that worked and got us here? and kept us in control and power of everything right now. If you look at the Senate, the Congress, the presidency, right up to the White House, and, and an attempt at the Supreme Court to get control of that, that tactic actually worked, uh, to my surprise, to my frustration, and to a lot of people's frustration. So I think I think it won't this time. It's it, The polls are telling us that, that this... this intense failure that's happening in our government and the way things are being run, uh, the movement on the other side of it is too great right now, and it's too enlightening, and it's too obvious for it to have to work again. But why wouldn't they try? You know, that's kind of my thoughts on it, you know. Mike, uh, and, and good thoughts they are. Thanks so much for your call, Mike. Well well done. Uh, I think, Mike, you what. This, what you're what what you focused us on, and I think it's a it's a valid point, is the inflammatory rhetoric that the left is so good at. The woke left is so good at, and it doesn't matter what the facts are, but if you can uh, touch people's emotions, if you can get them riled up, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether it's true or not, and I guess that's one of my great disappointments. Uh, <clears throat> I long for the day when we can have Republicans and Democrats and Independents and whatevers, and everybody just speaks truth. Probably never see it in my lifetime, but that, that's uh, what I'm hoping and praying for that we'll eventually get there. And Mike, I think the other, uh, the other thing that lends credence, I think, to your... Uh, positivity about what's going to happen is I think people are starting to realize this, <clears throat> the state that we're in. I don't mean California. I mean the situation that we're in. 
I think especially with uh, the economy being the way it is, with uh, uh, inflation 8.5% and, and maybe rising up to 10%, some, some think, the economy especially will always be, I think, a, a main concern for both parties. And whoever is in power, so to speak, at the moment <clears throat> is going to suffer uh, if the economy is, is going bad. And, of course, you think back to uh, the Trump administration with the advent of COVID, uh, we had problems. We had problems with the economy, right, created. But, but also with that, there was the inflammatory rhetoric, the half-truths, which are not truths at all. And I agree with you, Mike, it, it worked very well. But I, I am cautiously optimistic and leaning towards your optimism that America and Californians will wake up and smell the roses, so to speak. Uh, and, and they will begin to say, gee, my pocketbook is, is hurting. Gee, I can't uh, just go on a vacation uh, driving our, our car anymore to, uh, I don't know, three, six hours away. Can't afford it. Gas is too high. I think we'll look at the fact that, uh, especially as you look at uh, <clears throat> loans, things may, may cost the same. But the problem is the cost of funding them is rising. And really, that, that's got to be part of the solution for the Fed uh, because the present administration has bought into this horrible, horrible concept of just uh, printing money or pressing the button that, that, makes, uh, that, that makes money happen. Uh, just a couple of comments that have come in here. Let me give those to you. Our phone number, by the way, 209-551-3483. If you'd like to weigh in on how you're feeling today about all this, 209-551-3483. One of our listeners writes in, uh, <clears throat> she thinks that education should be a prerequisite to abortion. Says, I had an abortion in the 60s. I was about 20, and... Uh, I was counseled that it would be the best thing for me. She said, I already had one child and couldn't take care of him. I let someone else make the decision for what was my responsibility. Wow, there you have a, a pretty heavy first-hand account uh, that, yeah, the, the facts. Uh, and and I, I think that is the heart. And let, let me talk about this just very quickly, and we'll get back to the phones. I am not a big proponent of picketing in front of abortion centers. Now, those of you who feel that that you're called to do that, great, do it. Uh, I just don't feel it's me. Um, and uh, I feel that, in my opinion, I have other ways. God has gifted me with other ways of trying to reach people and convince them that abortions are not, not the way to go. Uh, however, all of that <clears throat> involves education letting people know this is actually what that fetus is. Uh, depending on how far along you are, there may be a heartbeat there, or there is a heartbeat there. And I agree uh, with uh, the, the, the female listener that just uh, messaged us that education is one of the best, best ways to, uh, to deal with this. All right, let's go back to the phones, 209 
888-551-3483. Earlier, we were talking about how would you sum up how you feel today? 209-551-3483. Hi, Kathleen from Oakdale. Uh, What's one word that would describe how you feel today? Shaman. I feel like uh, I need an intermediary between uh, the natural world and uh, the man-made world because I uh, the man-made world right now is just uh, uh, causes me to have to use my fight or flight and uh, this abortion. I know I just have to fight or flight abortion, and um, I disagree with abortion. And um, and the same thing what's going on with the justices and and uh, the Supreme Court justices. Um, their thing is being revealed. I think that the decisions being revealed ahead of time. I think that it causes me fight or flight, and then uh, it's just one thing after another. The stock market is causing me fight or flight, and um, dropping like that. And um, um, oh, let's see. Oh, the contraceptive issues. Um, I think you're spot on. Um, so I just need to. Uh, uh, focus on rest and digest, uh, the parasympathetic system that relaxes the body so that the body can rest and digest. And I, I feel like I need a shaman to do that, or I need to be my own shaman, self-shaman myself to be able to do that. I need some, uh, let's see, au jus sauce. I need some au, uh, meat uh, in its own juices. <laughs> so, so you're uh, uh, you're you you're you're taking the approach that there are uh, you're looking for both uh, spiritual and and physical uh, holistic ways of of dealing with this. Uh, Kathleen, thanks for your call. Yeah. A- appreciate that. So, Kathleen, uh, saying she she used the word shaman. Uh, <clears throat> so at that reflects her desire to. Uh, for a a spiritual answer to this, and Kathleen, you and I would probably approach that uh, differently. But thank you for just being very honest with us. You know, and that that's the point of all this is for us to be able to be honest with each other and uh, affirm that uh, I I understand that's where you're at. And I think for a lot of people, that's therapeutic in and of itself, Kathleen, is just for people to listen and say, whether I agree with you or not is not the point. Uh, the point is, I acknowledge that's where you are right now. And I think that's that's good medicine uh, for all of us. Kathleen, thank uh, and, and, and use the word fight or flight. Uh, I think one of the things that causes frustration for many, Kathleen, right now is there's nowhere to fly to. And so it's if it's fight or flight, it's entrenching and figuring out how to fight it. How do you think we ought to fight it? 209-551-3483. We'll continue the Mike Douglas Show in three minutes. 209-551-3483. Here on Power Talk 1360-KFIV. Take the Mike Douglas Show with you every weekday from 3 till 5. Download the free iHeartRadio app and follow 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Uh, And I'm going to share this. I hesitate to share this with you, but I want to let you know there are times when you bless me so much. And I, so I want to let you know a message that I just got. And this um, listener says, how I feel today is thankful. I believe God is in control 
And I'm thankful for this radio program, which presents information that is not biased. I thank you for that, and that's a blessing. That's a blessing to me. Uh, so I I appreciate that that very much. As uh, as we head towards the finish line today, you may also be aware of you know this whole issue at the Hollywood Bowl the other day, right? Dave Chappelle and uh, the guy that ran up on stage and uh, tried to attack him. Well, there's a lot of uh, angst about the fact that apparently uh, the district attorney for the county, George Gascone, uh, has basically washed his hands of it. He's sending it to the L.A. city attorney for misdemeanor charges. Mm Mm-hmm. The man was reportedly armed with a knife. Now, what I've heard it was a, a knife that it was concealed in a something that looked like a, a gun, but that it was concealed in a backpack. In other words, he did not have the weapon or the potential weapon out. Uh, when he ran up on stage, apparently it was concealed on his person or, on, or in a, a backpack. But anyway... That that may affect the may affect the fact that the DA's office, uh, Gascon's office, says that while criminal conduct occurred, they don't believe it will constitute felony conduct. Now this comes at a time, if you remember, when L.A. County DA George Gascon is under a recall effort. Let's see where are they now? They're about uh, oh a hundred and what, 67,000, maybe more, signatures shy of needing what they need. They need, uh, they've collected apparently over 400,000 signatures in L.A. County to recall uh, D.A. George Gascon. They've they've, uh, signed up 400,000, but they need 566,857 apparently. And, of course, those all have to be verified by a July 6th deadline. So I'm not sure what the strategy here is. I, I'm, I'm befuddled by this. Uh, are, are you questioning this decision? Again, our phone number, 209-551-3483. A guy with a, a weapon on his person, whether it was a knife or some type of a knife-type device, that was part of something that looked like a gun. I don't know. I've heard several versions of that. Don't know yet. But the the point is, the man had the capability to do serious injury to and or kill Dave Chappelle. And it was in front of thousands of people at the Hollywood Bowl. And the L.A. County D.A. is passing that off to the L.A. City Attorney? Really? So is this a, a political move? Or is Gascon really just being careful about not, uh, not, not overcharging? Personally, I think in a venue like that, in front of so many people, in front of so many witnesses, the guys rushing the stage, he obviously has the intent to do bodily harm, and he has the capacity to do it, even though the weapon may not have been in his hand at that time. I can see how that might get plea bargained down at some point. Understand that. 
And when I was in law enforcement, uh, plea bargaining stuff, people that what they were arrested for often was not what they were convicted of because of plea bargaining. And I'm not opposed to that. I understand it. And it, it sometimes benefits, uh, benefits both sides. But in this case, there, there's a precedent, I think, that's being set, don't you, in, in regard to this? So, yeah, this is going to be a misdemeanor. So now any crackpot out there, that's a theological term, any crackpot uh, has license to go uh, rush, the, rush the stage of a performer in front of a live audience uh, with a precedent that eh, uh, the, the DA down there is not going to file any charges, and if he does, it, it's just going to be a, a misdemeanor. Uh, this makes absolutely no sense to me at all. I just do not understand it, especially when D.A. Gascone is under a recall effort. Now, maybe he feels that by passing it off, it will uh, mollify both sides or keep both sides guessing, or he's like Pilate in the case of uh, Jesus and such that he's just washing his hands and, and saying, I'm, I'm done with it. I don't know. I think it's a very uh, dangerous uh, precedent myself, and I, uh, I. But again, I, I, I just what what George Goscone does, I, I just can't understand. If he's there to be a prosecutor, the chief law enforcement officer for the county, then prosecute. I, I don't understand this his his wokeness in that regard, nor the fact that. The folks in L.A. elected him. Did they not know his background? Uh, yeah, it's with, uh, he was, the I think, originally with LAPD, right? And then later the chief of uh, San, Fili- uh, San Francisco Police Department. Uh, but somewhere there must have been some kind of background there that would uh, reveal how he was going to handle things. Again, it's just, ab- I, I don't understand it. One of these things that has me befuddled. I guess that's one word I'm going to leave with today is befuddled. Richard Pombo, former congressman, he'll be guest hosting tomorrow. I'll be away with my wife at a special event for her. So I'll return Monday, but uh, enjoy your time with Richard Pombo tomorrow on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.